What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome to the real spill. It's me, your host, D to the Z, Y R E Desire. Y'all, we have a new one. I know we're getting closer and closer to the holidays, and I, I want to try to give y'all as many episodes as I could put out before the holidays. So, um, y'all, stay tuned. This one's gonna be popping. I like, I like this one. So, I think y'all gonna like it too. So, y'all, stay tuned. So I was just chilling, cooking, frying me some chicken. Um, but chicken still frying, so yeah. But um, I just started singing. You know, we we us us '90s, '80s, and '90s um, music people are, are people born in the '80s, raised in the '90s. We kind of understand the music of the '90s was so um, addictive, and I was just uh, singing. Um, Let the night wind down, baby. Fall into my groove and meet me at my house to do like true lovers do. And then I uh I stopped. I was like, hold up, wait a minute. I started thinking about the verse. What? How does the verse go? Um, we've been to the moon face once or twice. Had a candlelight dinner, baby. It was oh so nice. I've enjoyed all the times at the fair, walking hand in hand on the beach with the wind in my hair. Oh, I really like all the things you do, but right about now my body's calling you. Wait, hold up. Feels like, seems like, time to put all of that aside, the time and place for everything, okay? At this time, all I ask you bring is yourself. Yourself. Cause tonight is just for you and me. I want you to let the night wind down, baby. And I started thinking, fall into my groove. Meet me at my house to do like true lovers do. Now, y'all only went on a couple of dates. I went to the beach. Went to the movies once or twice. Now I'm saying, okay, come to my house, let's do. I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. This is this is now. I would this album came out. I was a teenager. I was a teenager when this album came out. So it's there's a problem because this there's a message behind the music, and I understand. Um, now, I love Escape. They are Escape, SWV, TLC. Man, I, I love them. But I, I'm thinking, like, there's a message behind the music. Because there's a, there's, a, there's a message that's letting people know that this is all you really need to give up what's valuable. Take me on a couple of dates. Take me to the beach. Spend a couple of dollars, and then I'll give you my prized possession. Because the second verse says, When you come to my door, take off your clothes. I ain't got on mine, baby. And you only yours. The place that I'm going to take you. I can't do all those riffs. I can't do all that stuff. But it just goes It goes to show that we're, we start teaching my generation. This is my generation that listens to this. 
this it's okay. All you gotta do, buy the girl a couple of, you know, meals. You know, you take her out a couple of times, and she gotta give you what's valuable. Because she, y'all gotta do what true lovers do. The song nowhere in the song does it say anything about marriage, engagement, commitment. Nowhere did it say that we're committed to each other. Just said that we're lovers. I, I I have a problem with that. I have a problem because now the music now is a lot is a lot worse. So <laughs> music now is basically like I don't cook. I don't clean. It's just horrible nowadays. You know I can't even stomach a lot of music for. Um, today's society but it really made me think about how this new generation came about because this new generation was basically um conceived in the escape tlc r kelly uh, uh music genre you know they were they were conceived during that time and now they are born in 97 98 2000 they're born in those years, and they're producing this raunchy music. They're listening to this raunchy music. And there was an old, uh, old saying that says, music calms the savage beast. The Bible even talks about when David, when, David, uh, when Saul was being tormented by spirits, the Bible says that the Lord sent a spirit to torment Saul, and he was soothed. Because David, skilled musician, played under the anointing, and he was he was he was soothed because of the anointing that. So this is just let me know that there's a there's a power in in the music. I think about a lot of my classmates had kids or was pregnant while we were still in school. Some of the, some of the girls had multiple pregnancies. Oh, we were still in school. But then we we looked down on the girl, and then we we green light and the whole R. Kelly issue. I'm not even going to talk about that. I'll I'll talk a little bit about it. R. Kelly saying, "I seem like you read it. Seem like you." Seems like you're ready, girl. Are you ready to go all, all the way, all the way? How's it go? Temperatures rising, your body's yearning. You know, so the body is basically saying, I, you got these feelings? I got these feelings, let's do it. I haven't heard a single a single song that says, let's wait. Now I know gospel singers try to um, put out songs and make young people abstain. But when you have, you have um, these songs telling people like, listen, let's do it. Like even um, uh, Salt and Pepper, Salt and Pepper, they got that song, let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. So let's talk about it. All right, let's, let's really talk about it, y'all. If y'all want to listen to the podcast that I post um, about talking about sex. Matter of fact, I will post this right after. I will post it right after this. 
all of these songs, they're not telling you the repercussions of premarital sex. Here it is, Escape, on um, the Traces of My Lipstick album. I believe it's Traces of My Lipstick. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's Traces of My Lipstick. I'm going I'm to tell you in a couple of seconds. But on, on, I'm sorry, nope, it was Off the Hook. On the Off the Hook album, they they said, um, meet me at my house to do like two lovers do. Then they had, um, uh, what's the other song? Take your time to work it slowly, work it. Because I'm the kind of girl who needs a kind of guy that can last, work it. You know, all these sexual songs, all these songs that make you just want to dive in. <laughs> like uh, Trey Song said, dive in. You know, but they don't tell you the repercussions. You know, here it is, uh, Escape is telling us about, um, you know, meet me at my house to do like true lovers do. And then when you get to the Chases of My Lipstick album, you get to the Chases of My Lipstick album, and, and, and it's a completely different story. Now she becomes the side chick. She done gave up her good. She gave up her, her, the, her what, what was valuable. To somebody that she wasn't even committed to. There was no commitment. Because they just wanted to do like true lovers do. So now they're saying, you're my little secret. That's how we can keep it. And everybody's mind about you and I. They think so. But they don't really, really want to know. Now they're a little secret. And they're, they're singing songs about, about a breakup. Like, I know you're going, and I can't make you stay. I can only let you know I love you anyway. And if the road you take leads to heartbreak, somewhere down the line, someone ever heard you. Nah, bruh, brother got what he want, he's out. We don't think about that. There's a message behind our music. We have to, we have to really, really tell them the full story. Let's start, let's start writing and telling the full story. People done got, they done got pregnant with the Off the Hook album, and now you and bruh having all these difficult, you know, give me the run around. I can't remember how the song go. He giving you the run around now. He playing with your emotions now. But you done gave up the goods. You gave up what was valuable. Now he don't even see no value in you. He already had what was valuable. So why why should he even uh see what 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 value that's still in you? Y'all, I mean this and I, I'm not on here to bash these artists because I do understand the artistry, you know, and um Escape was young. When they came out, you know, so I do understand the artistry and the fact that a lot of people are pressured into doing the type of music that um, is uh, relevant. So I do understand that. So I'm not putting anything on the artist. I'm not bashing them at all. 
You know, I, like I said, I love Escape. I even like R. Kelly. Like, I know he had he made some mistakes, but let's, let's look, I'm going to tap in just for a second. I ain't going to stay on this. But um, a lot of these same women thought it was okay for their 12 and 13-year-old to go to an R. Kelly concert. I had to listen to those songs in secret. My mom, man, I made a mistake by singing, I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump grind. Boy, I thought my mom was going to throw, man, she was, what did you say? So these parents thought it was okay for their kids to go to the concerts. So I'm, yeah, I ain't even going to touch on that. I'm going to leave it alone. Now, R. Kelly was wrong. I'm not going to say that R. Kelly was not wrong for messing with these little girls. I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm just saying. Y'all know what I'm saying. Some more people are responsible. Because let's keep it G. Back in the 90s, this thing was happening a lot. A lot of girls was going to the prom with old men, 25 years old. They're going to their senior prom with... This is, I'm talking about in the 90s. If Brug got a car and he could drive you to school, you don't got to take the bus with the rest of the kids because he, he got a car. They didn't care if he was 25, 26, 27 years old. That's just the reality. That's how a lot of these girls in the 90s were thinking. And they might be thinking like that nowadays. I just don't know. So all, all I'm saying is there, there's a message in the music that we portray. There's a message that we put out. Now, I, I have a couple of songs on um, on Spotify, and it's on SoundCloud and YouTube. I have a few songs. Um, most of them, the all three of them is kind of comedic. Uh, one of them, <laughs> I'm just a fool. Don't mind me. Um, matter of fact, just as a treat, I'm going to add one of them to this podcast, and you can hear it afterwards. Um, you can listen to the song after the episode. But there's a message in our music, and the message is received in different ways. There's power in our music. We don't understand sometimes what we're putting out has the ability to push or pull has the ability to either lift up or tear down. Our music does stuff to us. I remember when I used to walk to work, whatever music that I was listening to when I was getting to work, kind of it shaped my mood for the day. There were some days where I'll I'll be listening to uh, Kevin Gates and, you know, like hard stuff. But when I got to work, I was already on edge. You know, I was like, yo, my boss better not say nothing, yo. She better not, yo, she better not come out her mouth. Those are the days when I was like, uh, I got two phones, one for the plug and one for the low. In my sunshine, cause they really diamonds. I was listening to that hard music. But then the, those days where I was walking to work, work listening to you make me happy. You make me whole. You take the pain away. So in love with you. Songs I was listening, days that I was listening to songs like that, that uplift my spirit. I had a better day. When I was listening to positive music, I had a better day. 
there was days where I, I was walking to work and a Trey Song song come on. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> yes. Yeah, those of you who know me, y'all know I love me some Trey. That's where I'll send random messages to my friend. Music have the ability to shape us and to kind of uh, um, shape our day and our mood. So it's so important that we be careful of what we, we allow into our ear gates. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So our faith is increased by what we hear. So also our fear is also increased by what we hear. So what we hear have the ability to change our thinking. We have to we have to guard our ear gates because like I said, like um, music has power. There's power in the music. Why do you think there's so much there's so much chaos in the music industry now? Everybody trying to get into the music industry. Because there's power. A lot of people just want power. I was um, I was talking to my friend Prophetess earlier, and I was talking about how some worship leaders they have the um they have the ability to really tap in, or they they really understand worship because you hear it in their music. Some Worship, praise and worship leaders started off understanding worship, but they shifted into entertainment. And I was talking about Shana Wilson. I forgot her last name, her her married last name, but it was Shana Wilson. And um, she have a song called You. That song was able to take me to a place, I mean... This power, I just want to say, it's power in music. So we have to guard our ear gates, guard our children's ear gates. Children are very impressionable. I used to wonder how these kids learn these songs so fast. And what I started doing is I started singing gospel to them. I talk about when I was a teacher. Start singing gospel to them because these kids were going around singing everything else. Everything under the sun they were singing. They were singing Chris Brown, Nicki Minaj. They were singing they were they were singing the secular music. But they didn't there was a there was a song that um I think it was Nicki and Trey. Um Bedrock. I think that's Nicki and Trey. I don't know. Um one of my students was singing that song. I'm like, what in the world are you talking about? No, you ain't making nobody bad rock. What are you talking about? So I, I had gospel music constantly playing. I was constantly singing gospel music to them. My assistant was constantly singing gospel music to them. We even, me, my sister, and uh, my assistant, and another girl, we even started a group where we were singing gospel. But we did it with the kids right there around us. So next thing you know, while they playing with their Legos, be glorified, 
be glorified. They didn't really understand what they were singing, but they wasn't singing no bedrock no more. So we have to guard our ear gates. There's a power in music. I, I just wanted to bring up this, this topic because um, and I think I'm going to talk more about this later. Not right now, but uh, I want to talk more about this later, especially because I got rehearsal in less than an hour, in about an hour. But um, it is so important that we are sensitive. Now, I'm talking to the worship leaders and the believers right now. It is uh, so important that we are sensitive to the Spirit of God when it comes to music. Because we know Lucifer was over the music when he was in heaven. He was over the, he was a minister of music in heaven. So we know he, he is an expert at music, not giving him no props, not giving him no glory, none of that stuff. But I'm just, I'm just, I just want y'all to be aware that the enemy works in the musical realm. So we have to be, our discernment have to be so keen that we see the enemy creep up. Without going into detail, there was a recent situation. Um, it was a recent situation without me going into detail because this is public. It's not for everybody. But um, the enemy came in and was causing chaos. And none of us noticed it. None of us identified it. Until it was already too late. Until he already came in and did a whole bunch of foolishness. And that's when he was like, oh, the enemy, man. But he already caused the rip. He already caused the tear. So now people have to be healed and mended. Because we wasn't sensitive enough. We had too much stuff going on. Our our motives or our agendas was was uh, mis misdirected. So as worship leaders, as as people in the music ministry, we have to be spiritually sensitive. Just because they are skilled, don't don't have them playing. Like we 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 got it messed up because we gravitate toward people who got talent. But it is the anointing that destroys the yoke. Just because they're a talented uh, uh, bass player, a talented drummer, you got them. Um, uh, listen, that's one of the problems that we have in some churches now. People don't have no anointing whatsoever, but they got talent. And leaders of the music ministry start praying, praying with your musicians. Start praying with the singers. If they are not filled with the Holy Ghost, that they become filled with the Holy Ghost. Because there's a power in music. There's a power in music. The music could either uplift the service or tear down the service. But we kind of we kind of decide what we allow to happen. Y'all, that's it. Because I will keep going. When it comes to music, I'll keep going for days. So, and I'm pretty sure nobody wants to listen to no two-day-old uh, message. Now, I'm going to um, allow y'all to listen to my song soon. So, there's power 
and our music. And we have to be sensitive and we have to be able to guard our ear gates. We have to guard what we listen to to protect our spirit man and guard our children's ear gates and our grandchildren's nieces and nephews. So I know I said that I was going to, I can play the song, but I'll just let you all know that um, maybe I won't because we do use the N-word in the song. The song is comical, but um, we do use the N-word. So maybe I won't add that song because I don't need nobody. Oh, you said the N-word. So, <laughs> but y'all be blessed. I'm Ali. Peace. What's up, people? So what you are about to hear is an original song from um, Under Construction. That's um, a group made up by me and my sister. And um, the song is called I'm Tired. Now, if you have, if you are sensitive and do not want to hear the N-word, you can close now and not uh, proceed because we do use the N-word quite frequently. Like I said, the song is com- uh, comical. You know, we were joking around, having fun in the studio, and this is just what we came up with. So, here's a song called I'm Tired. Just keep 